Hello everyone, you're now tuning into Armlad Podcast. I'm your host, Armlad himself, and today I would like to discuss on The Heartbreak of Men, which is based on the Barbie movie, which has just been released quite recently. So if you haven't watched the movie and you don't want any spoilers, feel free to just check back in for this episode once you've watched the movie. And let me preface this by saying that this episode is not for the faint of heart. This will probably be a very controversial opinion. And as much as I want to speak on the heartbreak of women as well, to be fair on both sides, I don't think it is my place to do so. So if it does feel a little one-sided, my apologies. That's just because this is one side of the coin. So anyhow, let's get into it. So in the movie, Ken brought patriarchy to Barbie land. And I don't know if you guys noticed this, but the whole reason why Ken did that in the first place was because he was heartbroken. Because he was in love with Barbie and he was rejected. Granted, it was a pretty superficial love. I don't think Ken knew Barbie well enough to truly love her and he barely even knew himself. Which was one of the points that was discussed in the movie. And we'll get to that in a little bit. But essentially, he did all this retaliation to what Barbie did to him. Which essentially broke his heart. See, Ken didn't create patriarchy out of malice or greed for power or anything like that. But rather, because of a broken heart. And notice how when patriarchy happened, all Ken really wanted was really to just be loved by Barbie. To win Barbie over. The one thing that Ken could not resist was seeing a woman in distress. Now I'm not here to justify patriarchy or say patriarchy is better than matriarchy. Both are just as flawed. But like I said, I'm here to discuss one side of the equation because I am only capable of representing one side. But in comparison, right, when the Barbie was in control, the Barbies wanted freedom and independence and the Cans just became an afterthought, a side character. And when the Cans were in control, they just want to be loved. They want to provide for the Barbies. Because essentially, this is the true nature of men and women, at least in my humble opinion. Masculine energy is provision and feminine energy is reception masculine energy is to provide feminine energy is to receive now i'm not saying males can't receive and females can't provide i think that this is the whole issue that is going on with the whole thing that's happening in the world right now people think that males has to consist of completely masculine energy and females have to consist of completely feminine energy That is why male and females need each other to be whole. But that is not the case. You can be whole alone. Actually, you are supposed to be whole alone. And you are supposed to find someone who is also whole alone. Not home alone, because then you'd be defending yourself from robbers during Christmas, but whole alone. However, that does not negate the fact that inherently, men seeks to provide and women seeks to receive. Perhaps this is due to how society is created since centuries ago, and I'm not here to say that this is how it should be. I'm just stating the facts, as beautifully represented in the Barbie movie as well. In the olden days, men held the power, and I'm not denying that a lot of men abused this power. 
But ideally, or dare I say, based on societal expectations at the time, men are supposed to share this power with women. They are supposed to use this power to provide for women. But then sadly, men ended up abusing the power. However, circling back to my initial argument, this is done because of heartbreak. And this is essentially the heartbreak of men. Because growing up, little girls are taken care of and spoiled and given love and affection. While little boys were asked to work, they were prepped to one day take over the family business or step in and take care of the whole family in place of their father. They were not allowed to cry. They were not given much affection. And so when men finally rised up to the challenge, became successful and gained power, they feel entitled to receive affection. And most of the time, that comes in the form of, well, physical intimacy, hence rape. Because society is created in such a way that men can only receive affection once they become a successful person and find themselves a good wife. So when they got there, and then their wife is apparently someone who isn't very affectionate for some reason or another, or at least not affectionate enough, according to the the guy, or not affectionate in the way he wants them to be, well, sadly, men forced them to be. But it wasn't done out of malice. It was done out of pain. He was just hurting. It was a cry for help more than anything. Granted, it's not the best way to ask for help. But you think men knows how to ask for help? We've never done that our whole life. And every time we did, we were scolded, ridiculed, scoffed at. So we learn not to ask, but rather demands. Because we learned that that was the only way we get results. Again, I'm not here to justify all the shitty things men did. I'm only here to promote empathy and understanding. And even in the movie, when Ken finally got power, like I said, he just wanted to get Barbie. And when he did, or at least he thought he did, what did Barbie do? manipulated him and took that love as a weakness she pretended to care when ken was serenading her and proceeded to play with her phone and even deliberately made him jealous by pretending to be more interested in another ken to create rift and division between kens all just to get power you want to know why chivalry is dead this is why chivalry is dead You see, even back then when patriarchy is still very much prominent and rampant, males didn't have it better than females. We just had different issue, different suffering. Doesn't mean one is better than the other. Because it was supposed to be a society where the males look out for the females. Men cater to women. Women has always been the more powerful one. That is why in a chess game, the queen is the most powerful chess piece, not the king. Women don't need men. That's why when Barbie was in power, men is, for the most part, well, just ignored. They're free to do whatever they want, but, you know, no one really cares about them. 
but men needs women. That's why when Ken was in power, he employs all these strategies to get the women of their dreams, which inevitably does the opposite of what they're trying to do and ended up hurting them. But in the world of women, men are just, well, desserts, the cherry on top. But in the world of men, women is the main course. It's the bread and butter. It's the reason to live. And then again, neither one is right. Both are just as flawed. Again, I'm not saying this is how it should be. I'm just stating the facts. Now, this is discussed in the movie as well, where both Barbie and Ken had to do better. They had to grow and learn their own lessons. Because by making women the center of everything in a man's life, well, we inevitably put the responsibility of our happiness on women. And that's not fair. You shouldn't be responsible for someone else's happiness. No one should. And Barbie made a very good point. I agree that before you go on to date people, you need to first know yourself. Ken needed to figure out who Ken is before he could be with Barbie. Because your capacity to understand people is proportional to your capacity to understand yourself. So if you can't understand yourself, then how can you understand people? Though if some way, somehow, people can teach you how to understand them, then you will inevitably learn to understand yourself as well. It's a two-way street. And it's the same with love. Your capacity to love people is proportional to your capacity to love yourself. But then again, as men, we were never taught how to love. And we have barely been shown what love is outside of providing for people. So how can we know what love is? I heard this quote that was rather scary but beautiful at the same time. It says, Most of the time, it's not malice. It's incompetence. And I'm not afraid to admit that when it comes to feelings and emotions in general, men are just less competent. And I'm not saying that this applies to all men and I'm not saying that no women is incompetent when it comes to feelings and emotion, but generally speaking. I think it's fair to say that men are less competent when it comes to feelings and emotion. And unfortunately, instead of being taught about these things and taught how to deal with feelings and emotion and how to communicate it properly and things like that, we were, for the most part, just blamed for our incompetence. Because women wants men who understands these things, yet doesn't have the willingness to teach us. And so the only way we had to learn was through mistakes and failures and heartbreaks. The main reason why I was able to understand relationships the way that I do today, up to the point where I can make episodes after episodes of podcasts, was because I've been through enough heartbreaks to know all the things I did wrong. Well, fortunately, I also had help from some of the most amazing friends who've had the patience to explain to me the ABCs. And I had the help of my degree to understand the more nuanced aspects of relationships. But the same way there is no book on parenting, there is no book on loving. We all just had to figure it out on our own. And yet even so, most women, not all, I know some of you do put in the effort not to do this and I appreciate it, but most women 
at least to my limited experience, don't even want to communicate their wants and needs properly and preferring to talk in codes and signs. So as much as it is true that both men and women have to figure themselves out and understand themselves and become whole alone before entering a relationship, I think that a relationship itself could and perhaps even should be an opportunity for people to learn and grow as a person. It shouldn't be a testing ground where you could only be in a relationship once you've learned all the life lessons and unlearn all of your trauma on your own and failure can only lead to breakups and divorce. And I think that Barbie kind of missed on one thing, which is what happens then when Ken finally understand who Ken is and is still in love with Barbie, and yet Barbie is still not in love with Ken. Well, I think the harsh truth is that breakups are part of life. I'm not entirely sure when it comes to divorce. I think in that regard, I hold a more conservative value where I don't think you should divorce your partner unless it is absolutely necessary. But breakups are part of life. Because that's exactly why you get into a relationship to kind of dip your toes in, test the waters, see if that's the life you want. But once you get married, it's kind of a point of no return. Well, at least for me. I'm not saying that this is how it should be. I'm just saying that this is just my personal values. But I think it is perfectly within Barbie's right to reject Ken's advances. I would even go so far as to say that that was the right thing to do because as much as Barbie deserves to be with someone she actually loves, Ken deserves to be with someone who loves him. And that would also mean someone who is ready to love Ken at his level. Someone who loves him despite his lack of understanding about himself and incompetence when it comes to love. And yes, sure, it's sad. At the end of the day, grief is love with nowhere to go. But grieving and letting go is a part of life. Sadness is a part of life. So I agree that it doesn't mean that you cannot break up once you get into a relationship. Yes, that option should be there. And to some degree, I think the option of divorce should still be there because some situations just cannot be helped. But it should not be a testing ground for someone who has done everything but rather more of a learning opportunity where you can grow together. That also means that breakup doesn't always mean that you end up hating each other because at the end of the day, you are growing together. And if you grow apart, then you grow apart and it's time to say goodbye and that's okay. But you don't blame each other because one is lacking this and the other person is lacking that. That's not what a relationship is supposed to be about. So to circle back to my very first point. Yes, the whole patriarchy was brought about by Ken because of heartbreak. But like I said, that does not justify his actions. Be it patriarchy, be it matriarchy, both are just as flawed. And justifying either one would just be a moo point. It's like a cow's opinion. It doesn't matter. But that's why we have feminism, right? 
feminism is as much allowing women to be in touch with their masculine side as it allows men to be in touch with their feminine side. It is to eradicate the system that oppresses men so that men stops oppressing women. While patriarchy seeks to cater to the best of us, trusting men to be responsible enough to take care of women, feminism seeks to cater to the worst of us, allowing women to defend for themselves so that fucked up men who seeks to abuse power can no longer do that. Because we are only as strong as our weakest link, right? So, for what it's worth, on behalf of men, I do apologize for the shitty things we have done over the centuries. Especially ones that I've committed myself throughout my lifetime. But I hope you can understand that it wasn't out of malice, it was simply incompetence. And I hope that in the future, this incompetence can be met with warmth and compassion and with a willingness to teach us how to do it right. And hopefully, us men will have the humility and the willingness to learn from someone who knows better. It's been me, Armlet. Thank you for listening, and I'll see you in the next episode.